An attack in Nice, Jeremy Corbyn kicked out of the Labour Party and a national lockdown. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Thursday, October 29th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we report on a tragic event that's taken place in France. It's always a difficult decision when writing the Daily Briefing whether or not to include terror attacks. We know that sometimes this format can be upbeat, and for that reason, maybe discussing such tragic events isn't right. However, it feels more wrong not to include such stories, as we'd be deliberately avoiding these difficult subjects. For this reason, we've decided to include the attack in France in today's briefing. Early this morning, at around 9am, a knifeman entered the Notre Dame Basilica at the centre of Nice and killed three people, while injuring many more. The attacker was shot by police and then taken to hospital. The police described the incident as like a vision of horror, while the mayor of Nice has branded the attack as being motivated by Islamofascism. This comes only two weeks after the barbaric beheading of Samuel Paty for showing a picture of the Prophet Muhammad in his classroom, and the mayor spoke of this event specifically when discussing the horrors that have happened today. In response to this attack, President Macron has confirmed that he will be visiting Nice today. Our thoughts are with all of the families and friends of the victims of the attack. In British politics, let's take a look at the newly published report on anti-Semitism in the Labour Party. Under the leadership of Jeremy Corbyn, Labour were accused of complacency towards growing anti-Semitism within the party. The new report, produced by the Equality and Human Rights Commission, has generally agreed with them. Specifically, they have said that Labour, at best, did not do enough to prevent anti-Semitism and, at worst, could be seen to accept it. In addition to this, it's been found that Labour were responsible for unlawful acts of harassment and discrimination. Specifically, Ken Livingstone was one of the individuals who's been deemed as committing such acts. It additionally found that complaints of anti-Semitism were marred by political interference, and the report doesn't get any better for Labour either, as it found that there was failure within the party to provide training for those who handled anti-Semitism complaints. The Labour Party has agreed to accept all of the recommendations of this report in full, and Keir Starmer held a press conference to respond to the report, which he's described as hard to read, saying that it was a day of shame for Labour. We have failed Jewish people, our members, our supporters and the British public. And so, on behalf of the Labour Party, I am truly sorry for all the pain and grief that has been caused. And if, after all the pain, all the grief, and all the evidence in this report, there are still those who think there's no problem with anti-Semitism in the Labour Party, that it's all exaggerated or a factional attack, then frankly, you are part of the problem too. And you should be nowhere near the Labour Party either. Despite this, Corbyn tweeted that the report went too far, and the report was dramatically overstated. The party requested that Corbyn retracted his remarks, something that he refused to do. As a result, Jeremy Corbyn was suspended from the Parliamentary Labour Party, a remarkable turn considering he was only leading the party a few months ago. This means that the whip has been withdrawn, and he must now sit as an independent in the House of Commons, rather than as a Labour MP. 
Corbyn reacted to this decision via a Facebook post, where he said that he would strongly contest the political intervention to suspend him. He went on to remark that he will continue to support a zero-tolerance policy towards all forms of racism, but that he still believed that the number of people accused of anti-Semitism had been overstated, not the seriousness of the problem. The Conservatives have seemingly taken this opportunity to highlight Starmer's previous praise for Corbyn, tweeting that not long ago, the Labour leader was happy to praise his predecessor. Whether this attack will land, or if Starmer's strong condemnation of both anti-Semitism and Corbyn is enough, is yet to be seen. If you want to hear more about this issue and others, we have a new episode of our podcast coming out soon, which discusses exactly this. For our final story of the daily briefing today, we stay in the UK, but move on to the topic of the pandemic. While other European nations have been going back into full March-style lockdowns, the UK has so far resisted such a move. However, infections are rising to around 100,000 new positive cases per day, while at the same time, public pressure is mounting for the government to make a decision about Christmas, and some scientists are pushing for a national lockdown. That means it's beginning to look tough for the government to resist one much longer. One such scientist pushing for national lockdown is Stephen Riley, Professor of Infectious Disease Dynamics at Imperial College London. He stated that he thinks that we need to think about changing the approach in the UK. Despite this mounting pressure and scientific backing for a second lockdown, the government is so far sticking to its guns, with Housing Minister Robert Jenrick stating that the government will do everything in our power to avoid a second national lockdown, claiming that it would actually do harm to the nation. We'll have to wait and see exactly how much longer the government can keep resisting such calls. For those who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.